welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, beautiful souls who tune into this podcast. I hope that the background noise, which is the river, that's just beside where I am in the north of Italy, isn't too loud. Currently, I am laying in a hammock, just looking up at the mountains, seeing all these beautiful, lush, green trees that surround me. It's so interesting my entire time in uh, Italy. One of the things that I said that I missed the most and that I really wanted to manifest was a hammock. And my last place in Sicily had a hammock. And now here I am in the north laying in a hammock. It's truly incredible what we can manifest. Feel like the biggest challenge for individuals who aren't fully in alignment with being able to manifest all that they desire whether it be in relationships in their career or in their life in general it often comes from lack of clarity lack of being clear on what it is we want and channeling our energy in that way we have conflicting desires and this often shows up in I see it a lot in clients that I work with in the workspace. You know, they want the comfort of the stable paycheck, but yet they want the expansiveness of their utilizing their creativity. And oftentimes they let the fear of not being in the comfort zone overcome their excitement of what's possible when they unlock their creative forces. But anyway, so today I was I've been really struggling it's interesting the last like two days uh, mentally emotionally Um, and I think that there's a couple reasons for that I think the first reason is that I'm used to traveling alone like I'm used to just being on my own and doing my own thing and having a lot of time to connect with myself to connect with my body to connect with spirit to pray to chant, to dance, and as many of you who've been following the journey know that I've been spending the last three weeks with Sprout, and we have been developing our online sex magic course, which by the way, if you are wanting to get the details on that when it does finally come out, because we have editing and software integration that we need to do, but just feel free to reach out via my website and just put in the subject that you're wanting the details on the course and we'll be sure to give you a special discount as the first people who join our sex magic tribe 
But anyways, um, so yeah, I think that was part of it. I think another part of it is the fact that I got used to having Sprout around and really enjoyed our ability to harness our sex energy and catalyze it into expanding products, projects, um, which is really what sex magic is all about. How do we utilize our creative life force energy for more than creating babies, right? How do we put it into manifesting what our soul's purpose is? And so I really got used to having him around. And then I came back to myself. And then I met up with um, a beautiful man who I connected with actually on my way from Croatia to Italy. And it's interesting because we we connected on the ferry boat and we had a beautiful connection. He's quite a bit older than me. But from the moment that I saw him, I felt him. I felt his energy. I felt his spirit. And there's not a lot of people who I can connect with instantly like that. So we had a cute little romance on the ferry boat and, and then we separated ways. And we stayed in connection, and he told me, hey, like, if you want to come up to north of Italy, you know, I can take you to Genova, which is one of my favorite places, and then you can come up to my house in the hillside. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I would love to to stay connected. And, and so being in an open relationship and, and knowing that I have the freedom to create the life and the experiences that I desire, I mean, when I'm thinking about the bigger picture of like, okay, I've just been invited to come have a very unique Italian experience with a Spanish-Italian man in the mountains of Italy in the summer of 2019. Why wouldn't I do that? And it's interesting, a while back, um, I created a podcast called Are Your Expectations Holding You Back? And it's one thing to have, like, conscious expectations of, like, oh, yeah, we're going to sleep together and have the best sex ever. Or, like, you know, um, I'm going to, um, it's going to be this amazing romantic time or um, it's going to be really easy and flow. You know, that was one thing that I thought that Sprout and I's vacation experience was going to be super easy and flow, you know. So funny. But then there's, like, another thing to have unconscious expectations. So it's, like, unconsciously you expect people to treat you a certain way. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But sometimes we have unconscious expectations that we aren't even aware that we're having those expectations and those expectations can be holding us back. And this podcast, if you, if you haven't listened to the first podcast, which is about these expectations, I invite you to go back to it and then maybe listen to this one. But this expectation is kind of, or this podcast rather is kind of a riff off of that. So one of the things that has been very evident for me this trip, this last month, has been how often my mind is getting in the way of me fully surrendering and thus fully experiencing the gift of the present moment. The gift that has been given to me beyond the story that my mind would like to create. 
so when I think about that, yeah, it's interesting. I'll give you an example. And, and it's even like in, in when I went to record this podcast, um, there's a big part of my mind that says, well, how vulnerable do I want to get with this audience? You know, like how open and honest and transparent. I already put so much of my life out there. How much do I want to expose myself? And then the mind says, well, there are certain things that you should and there's certain things that you shouldn't and there's levels of safety and, you know, the ego is really the one that wants to protect itself. And also, I don't really know how much you all want to know. But um, anyways, so... So yeah, here we go. So I came up here to Northern Italy and what was really interesting is so the first night we had a really beautiful romantic night. I met him in a hotel and like he took me out to this super beautiful kind of behind the mainstream Sardinian Italian restaurant we drank beautiful wine and we had fun and what was interesting is like the moment that um we got together like he was very sexual like wanting to be very sexual and this is for the women specifically and for the men but like I had to set the tone so it's so easy as a woman, you know, to get in this, the role of the submissive and to continue to be in the role that society has deemed women need to be, which is submissive and allowing and accepting. Um, and that's very different from receiving and surrendering. And it's also very different from owning and um, igniting, right? So it was really interesting, like, in the beginning, also, I should probably say that, like, his English is good, Um and it's, he's st- it's still a foreign language to him. And, you know, there's only so much Italian that I know, which is like hardly anything. <laughs> and our English and, and our English conversations are limited for sure. And so it was really interesting. Like I could feel his uh, drive and desire for sexuality. And I had to hold the container and put a pause and say, hey, like yes, I am sexually attracted to you. And yes, I am open to exploring. And yes, I feel a chemistry here. And sex is very sacred to me. Any kind of sexual activity is very sacred to me. And so if we're going to engage, I want to set intention. You know, I basically did some sex magic, right? So created intentions, created a container, made a ritual, and deemed that if there was going to be any sexual movement in any way, shape, or form, like, sexual energy is creative energy. It doesn't matter if it's actual sex or not. Um, that I would like it to be full of intention and integrity and presence and um, no expectations. And so it was really interesting for me to be in this experience that I haven't been in with someone in a while where um, most of the men who I've connected with in the past, it's a year, have been in some way, shape, or form connected to the tantric scene. So they're, yeah, they move in their, the way they move in their sexual energy is very different. And so this is, you know, an Italian-Spanish man comes from the mountains in Italy, and it's, it's just different. It's, you know, the way that they connect to sex and sexuality is, and he's older, so it's an, it's an older engagement, 
Um, so anyways, I just wanted to share that because I get into the hotel room and I could feel that there's a lot of desire for sexual energy. And as, you know, a woman who can easily fall into the submissive, okay, well, this is nice. And I was desiring some of this anyways. Um, you can allow that to like overcome you. So I had to put a halt on the container. We ended up having a great night. We went out, we had great, beautiful, romantic evening and and then when we moved back into the hotel room there was much more consciousness involved in the way that we were connecting connecting sexually and uh, it was beautiful and then it was interesting the next day um there were i again have just been around too many people constantly um and i haven't really had enough time for myself and so there was that. There was also the barrier of the English to Italian connection. And this is really beautiful for me because coming, coming from being with Sprout, where we talk all the time and we understand each other on multiple different levels, spiritual, vibrational, um, mental, intellectual, sexual, like we, we almost sometimes can be like too much. We're just continuing to talk all the time. And my mind can kind of get fried from that. And so going from that experience to going with um, Stefano, where it was just really hard to talk. Like, we were going to need some Google Translate, and that was just seemed like a lot of work. We had to drop into presence, right? We had to drop into full presence of just being present with what is with each other. Sorry, there's a mower, so I'm going to go inside. So we had to drop into this just, okay, like, let's let go of expectations of needing to understand each other from an intellectual level, and let's just drop into what wants to be experienced through an energetic level, and which was beautiful and also challenging for me, right? Like, I am an audible person, you know? I really understand and feel comfortable when I can understand whoever I'm around, and so there was a big part of my ego kind of that had to drop of like, okay, so I'm in this experience. Um, I'm unsure what this person's feeling. I'm a little bit insecure. Um, I want this person to, like I want this person to feel comfortable. I feel comfortable. I really feel fine actually when I tune into it. But like, I don't know what this person is thinking anyways. Here's the first example, right? My mind is starting to create all of these stories. Is this person enjoying himself? Am I enjoying myself? Am I doing enough? Am I, am I, am I engaged enough? Like, am, is he thinking, you know, like all these crazy stories. So I was, I was starting to prevent myself from fully being able to surrender to this experience. We're walking around the city and we're just like looking at all these different things and places. And so... Anyways, then the second experience happened where um, we go and we have, again, another beautiful, amazing hole in the wall, the best Italian meal I've ever had. It's like this tuna. It was raw tuna with like this, it was almost like a ricotta cheese, but I don't even know, some special kind of Italian cheese on top. Um, and then a little bit of bread. And it was amazing. It was by far like the most delicate and spectacular Italian meal I've had. Which, in all honesty, I haven't been that um, 
impressed with the food besides where Stefano has taken me. Um, and the croissants, the croissants are good. But anyway, so then we get in the car and um, we start driving up. It's about a three hour drive. And immediately I can feel Stefano's like road rage and his anger in the car. And it's not that bad. And road rage is a trigger for me, like a big trigger, right? So um, I had an experience without going too much into story. I had an experience when I was a child um, with my father and um, it was like the most traumatic experience I had as a child. And for me as a child, I'm not, you know, it was just kind of like some verbal abuse and it really is what led me to not talk to my father for 12 years. Um, so anyways, that was coming up in the car and I could start to feel contraction and I could start to feel distance and I could start to feel my mind like doubting and creating all of this like contraction inside myself and like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, Amanda, you're so stupid. Why would you get yourself in this situation? Like, you don't know this person. You're going up to his house in the middle of Italy. Like, you trusted your intuition that you're going to have a good time. And, like, here you are. And he has anger issues. Like, all of this crazy mental chatter. And my energetic field was closing down. And he could start to feel that, you know, because we all share energy. So if my energetic field is how ha something's happening in my energetic field, obviously the person that I'm connected to, it's also going to happen there. And so then I was also in my mind because I'm like, how do I explain this to him without using fucking Google Translate for everything? And like, I'm just exhausted. I don't want to use Google Translate. My mind was taking me on a ride, you guys. It was taking me on a ride. And I'm aware of it. The difference is I'm aware that the, of this ride that my mind is trying to take me on. So I do my best just to begin to relax. And just to breathe into the contraction that I was feeling in my body and the story I was creating and the resistance I was feeling. I started just to breathe into the energy and create more space with my intention. And then eventually like my tension started to dissolve of this childhood trigger which meant the energy field between us started to dissolve, which meant um, that he was able to start to kind of open up his energy field a bit more. And then I was able, you know, he kind of asked and I was able to express that anger makes me close down, you know, anger. When I feel anger from a man, specifically in a car, my energetic field closes down and I want to run away. And, um, yeah, he got it, you know, and it's so interesting because I had a similar experience with my brother a couple years ago. He has road rage issues and I just, you know, my brother and I can communicate very well on a spiritual and intellectual level. And I just communicated to him like how it made me feel and how anger, um, really doesn't help the situation at all. It doesn't matter if it's justified because the person in front of you is an asshole or whatever, like it does not help you. It doesn't help the person that you're in the space with. And it definitely doesn't help the situation, you know? So anyways, he was really receptive and yet my energetic field was still like kind of wounded. 
So then we get to his house and um, I'm just needing to take care of myself emotionally. Like I'm feeling really shitty in my body. I'm feeling like I've drank way too much wine. I'm feeling like I've eaten way too much bread, which I haven't eaten bread in like the last four years. I'm feeling like I haven't been moving my body enough. I'm feeling like I haven't, you know, spent enough time alone. I'm, I'm doubting myself basically in all these different ways. And there's a lot of emotion that's running through me. I'm wanting to cry. And it has nothing to do with what anything is happening in the external. It has everything to do with my internal stories. And so it's interesting, like, I'm just closing off. And I'm, like, again, creating the story of, like, yeah, but I'm here with this person and I'm supposed to be in this, you know, good mood. And I'm supposed to have this certain energy and blah, 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 you know. And yet still the English to Italian situation is still a barrier. So I just decide, you know what, I'm going to just do what I need to do for my own energy. I'm going to stay quiet, not try to overcompensate with my words, which is what I do often. I'm just going to allow myself to be. And so I sat in the hammock for a while, and I just laid there. I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is really, truly what I want to do right now. So I'm going to do it. And then... Yeah, and then I got out my yoga mat and started praying, started crying and moving my body and praying to my body. And when I say pray, it's just like words of heart opening, expansion. Wow. And he was in the room. You know, he was in the room and I have no idea what his thoughts were, but I knew that I needed to do this for myself. And all the while, and why this has to do with, you know, <laughs> is your mind preventing you from surrender? Because that's what was happening. My mind had created all these stories that I was unconsciously really fully aware of, and it was preventing me from surrendering to what the moment was. We were super romantic and sexual and juicy the first night. And then I fucking closed down and, like, was not feeling sexual at all. And then he wasn't feeling... He wasn't, like, opening his sexual energetics up to me. So then my mind's creating all these stories around, like, oh, my God, like, am I... Did I fuck this up? Am I, you know, not good enough, not pretty enough? Was it, you know, did he not enjoy it? Like, all of these so... Such bullshit stories end when we set our intentions and did our ritual... We were both like, look, we don't really, like, if it, if it becomes sexual, great. But, like, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, and a lot of times also for the women who are listening to this podcast, having worked with men for a, a, quite a few years um, and quite deeply, I, a lot of men would tell me, like, sometimes I feel like I have to have sex when I just want touch. Like, sometimes I want to take a woman out and just fucking cuddle her all night long. And yet, because I took her out, she has this expectation that we're going to sleep together. And so I feel like I have to perform and I have to do that. It's like, it's really kind of convoluted and sad sometimes what um, our men go through that we don't even know that they go through, especially around the pressure of performance and sex. 
But anyways, my mind was creating all these fucking stories and then I'm, I'm, I'm feeling bad because I wasn't in my highest and best self and I was going through my own process and I'm like fucking crying and doing yoga like in his room and like, it's just crazy. And my mind was creating all these stories about just stories, 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 which is ultimately resisting surrendering resisting surrendering to what is and when I take myself out of my situation when I take myself out of my mind's story and I look at the story from an external third eye point of view and I see what's happening I'm like Amanda you're in the Italian mountains with a beautiful man who is taking you to his village you're staying at his house. He's taking you to some of two of the best Italian restaurants you've been to. He's a super loving, sweet soul. I guess he has some, maybe some anger challenges, but like, you know, whatever. And here you are, like, in this beautiful place. Don't worry about, like, your mind stories around how you think you need to be. Drop into what is here and now and just feel. You can't use your voice or your conversation skills to change the energy. So how can you do that with your physical body? How can you release? How can you surrender? How can you accept? How can you appreciate? Because you don't know what his fucking story is. And I guarantee you what you do know is it's probably very different from yours. He's probably not thinking all of these not enough stories like you are. Maybe he is in his own story, his own version, but probably not about you. And so it was so interesting. The moment I did that, I just like let go and I just like laid on the bed and he was watching, you know, he, he uses uh, Seinfeld to, to, to learn English. That's so funny. And he's like, so are you hungry? And like, I was just beating up my body pretty much all day today on like it being fat and not as beautiful as it should be. And like, fuck all these stupid thoughts that I have. Um, and so I'm like, no, I'm not really hungry. He's like, do you like beer? And I'm like, mm, no, not really. I'm like, but I'm happy to go. I'm happy to go with wherever and whatever, do whatever you want. It's like nine o'clock. The Italians eat hella late here, but I really wasn't hungry. Maybe it was just myself beating myself up. Um, again, me not being able to surrender fully into what I've been given. Like Amanda, maybe you don't have as, you know, nice of a body right now as you do but you've had so much fucking pleasure from the food and the sex magic that you've been doing like can you just give yourself a break can you just surrender to the fact that your body doesn't need to look a certain way all the time can you just surrender to what's happening and that's been a huge part of this Italian experience right it's been can I surrender you guys I've had so many stories around who I need to be and how I need to be and how I need to show up in the world from the conditioning that yes has helped me get out of my sleepness you know my sleeping in society such as being getting involved in the yoga practice diving into my spirituality becoming a yogi traveling around the world not eating meat being a vegetarian studying nutrition finding out about how fucked the food system is how I shouldn't eat coffee and I shouldn't eat bread and I shouldn't eat cheese and I shouldn't have alcohol and I shouldn't Oh my God, I have been the most judgmental person. I mean, I, and it's so interesting that I'm saying all of this, but I think it's so important. Like I created so many stories around what I believed was right and wrong. And 
Yes, those things helped me in a lot of ways because they helped me wake up and become more aware of what I was putting into my body and how I was treating it. But damn, they also created a jail. And so coming to Italy has been like, I look at the Italians and most of them smoke all day. They drink a ton of espresso. They eat pasta and bread and drink a bunch of wine. And they're fucking fine. They're fine. In fact, most of them are thinner than us in America. Not that thin really is a measure of health. But like, it does have something to do with it, right? In some degrees. And so Italy has been about fucking surrender, you know? Like, surrender. If you want to eat wine and cheese and prosciutto for lunch every day for a week and have espresso to keep you going, then do it. Let go of your stories about what is right and what is wrong and what is good and what is bad and realize, open your mind. Open your mind to look at other people have their own stories around right and wrong and good and bad. Can you just fucking surrender? Because honestly, I feel like it's my mind that keeps me stuck in stories of right and wrong and good and bad that creates the outcome more than the outcome itself. Because there are some people who freaking smoke like a chimney and drink like a sailor and don't give a fuck about what they eat and they live to be 93 and they die in their sleep. It's because they don't have stress around all of the things that they should or should not be doing. They just live their lives. There are some people who eat like shit and they still operate fine and they look fine. Now, does that mean that you can, you know, that you just shouldn't worry, you shouldn't think about what you put into your temple and you can just eat and drink and do whatever? Like, sure, it does. Is that necessarily once you have an enhanced level of awareness and body awareness and mental emotional awareness, is that what's best for you? No, not necessarily. But like, give yourself a break. You know, give yourself, allow yourself to surrender, allow yourself to enjoy things differently and realize the resistance that you have, realize the resistance that you have against the stories that you've been programmed or chosen to believe to be true, which maybe they have some legitimacy, but are they holding you back from fully allowing yourself to experience all that you are capable of experiencing? This has been my Italian. This has been my Italian journey. M me walking on the, the hedonistic, if you will, side of life. And doing my best to learn to surrender and to learn to release the guilt and the shame and the stories of how I think things should be. Based upon both beliefs that I've been given and beliefs that I've chosen to adopt. And so it was interesting, you know, last night I'm, I'm laying on this hammock and again, like I'm just not having a lot of energy to speak because there's just so much shit going on in my mind and I couldn't even try to fucking Google translate it if I wanted to, which is so beautiful for my soul. I'm laying on the hammock, I'm looking up at the mountains and listening to the river and the crickets and this beautiful man is playing his guitar which he loves he's all about his music he's playing his guitar and 
I'm zooming out and I'm, you know, I'm feeling, I'm in my mind and I'm in my resistance to my body and I'm in resistance to me fucking up the energetic field or me not being sexy enough or me not, you know, whatever, being cool enough or having resistance or whatever my stories are. And then I zoom out and I look at myself from a third point of view and I say, Amanda, it's the summer of 2019. You're in the mountains of Italy with a beautiful soul who you've been blessed to connect with, who's been showing you parts of Italy you'd never be able to see, who's playing his guitar on the back porch as you guys vaporize some of his homegrown weed and you're swinging in a hammock. And when you look at life from this angle, everything is perfect and divine. When you get out of your stories around good and bad and right and wrong, you surrender to the magic of the moment. And that is the truest medicine. Can you trust in the divine? Can you trust in whatever is happening is exactly what's supposed to be happening? Can you witness the resistance of your mind and from that space of being the witness, relax. And let go. And know that whatever is happening is divine. And it is our desire to contract and control that creates the constriction. That creates the challenge of us being fully present with what is. And so as I zoomed out of my own experience and felt into deeper what's really going on, I was able to see, I was able to feel. And what was so beautiful is not only after I had that experience myself, he, you know, came over to the hammock and he's like, wow, it's just so beautiful. Like, here I am on my porch, you know, I meet this California girl on the boat, woman, he's like, because he was calling me a girl, like, not knowing the difference between girl and woman in English. And he's like, woman, woman, I'm meeting this Italian woman, you know, and here we are on my house and he's, he has so much pride for his house. Like, it's a beautiful house and he like redid it all he bought it back in 1990 and like you know had to redo construction for 13 years until 2003 when he was finally able to move into it and you know he's he's a solo man and he doesn't have any kids and um yeah he he this is his pride and his music is his pride and here I am like getting to enjoy like his pride what he's worked for what he's de developed and like that is enough for him, you know, like that's enough for him. And he feels blessed that he gets to share that with someone. And here I am in my mind creating all of these stories around how I'm not enough. And creating these stories that is creating constriction around allowing myself to open up to the beauty that's right in front of me. Creating stories. 
And so my biggest lesson in Italy has been the story of surrender. Can I trust? Can I let go? Can I realize that everything is divine? And oftentimes it won't be like you think it's going to be. And it's absolutely magic when we surrender. So my invitation for you is can you allow yourself to be the witness of your stories? And once you begin to witness them, can you choose instead of resisting? If you ever feel constriction, pressure, contraction in your being in any way, can you use it as an opportunity to lean in the opposite direction and allow yourself to surrender? Can you allow your feelings to guide you beyond the stories of your mind? Ooh, got a little emotional on this one. A lot of what I do and what I share, I'm working through presently. So these are messages to my own consciousness as well as yours. So thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for listening. And if you are listening to this, we do still have just a few spaces left in the journey for women who are ready to step into their power and wow just come together as one and change the story of not enough and allow themselves to yeah energetically physically mentally emotionally just step into where it is that they deep down know that they are destined to be even if they don't know how to get there so that's happening middle of August. Be sure to reach out to me if this is something that speaks to you. Also, for those of you who are in Europe, in Holland, we are creating a two and a half day, incredible sex magic temple, tantric temple. It's called Erotic Prayer. You can find it on Facebook. You can also find it on Intimacy Unleashed backslash I think it's erotic prayer or just prayer. Go to intimacyunleashed.com and you'll find it. So if you guys are interested in that, it's going to be an epic, amazing journey of souls coming together, utilizing their sexual energy to move beyond just their pleasure and catalyze this into something bigger, whatever it is they're meant to do here on this planet. So from the mountains of Italy, as I continue to share my journey, I thank you for being open to receive me and all of this that has been laid out before me. From my heart to yours. Ciao. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.